This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4 Z out of Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, um, my name is Emma Dawson. I'm Executive Director at Per Capita. Can you please tell us what Per Capita does? Uh, yes, yeah, so we're a public policy think tank based in Melbourne, but we um, engage in issues across the country, uh, particularly focused on uh, inequality in Australia. So everything to do with economic causes of inequality and social causes um, through the different aspects of inequality and how they play out. Uh, so according to gender, race, culture, uh, disability, um, but very much focused on um, the way that public policy settings and political choices can make inequality worse or better. Could you tell us just how bad is inequality in Australia? To the average person down the shopping centre, it probably looks like a pretty affluent society we live in. We do live in an affluent society um, and certainly uh, the levels of income inequality aren't as great in Australia as they are in, for example, the United States. Um, but we do have persistent issues with inequality and it's growing. Um, so we know that about 10% of Australian households live in permanent income poverty um, and have done now um, consistently for about 30 years. We haven't managed to make a dent in that rate. We're also seeing and the um, recession and the health crisis brought on by COVID-19 is making this issue worse, is a widening between those at the top of the income or wealth scale and those at the bottom. Um, so we have seen uh, household income and household wealth grow much faster for the people in the top 10 to 20% of income earners or wealth holders than it has for those in the middle and certainly much faster than for those at the bottom. Um, and a lot of the um, developments in, in economic policy over the last 20 to 30 years have uh, you know, supercharged that process. Mm. It's a global phenomenon. And as I said, um, we have some measures in Australia that have mitigated that to somewhat, but it, it still uh, is increasing in Australia as well. How does Australia compare for inequality or the growth of inequality compared to other affluent nations? Um, so uh, in com comparable nations in the OECD, um, we're uh, about the middle. So we're not nearly, as I said, not nearly as bad as the US where the incomes of the top 1% have tripled um, in the last 10 years and those uh, in the middle and the bottom has not grown at all. Um, but we are not nearly as doing as well as some of the Nordic countries, so Denmark, Sweden, Norway, um, where they have very strong uh, redistributive tax and transfer systems mm. and strong, much stronger social security safety nets. Um, we did see a big boost in um, the incomes and, and uh, living standards of those at the bottom uh, here in, in the country over the last six months because of the extraordinary measures to increase or to double effectively the rate of job seeker and related payments. But of course that's being stripped back again now so we'll see uh, that divide continue to grow. So we do have positive things in Australia. We have universal health care of course um, which is a big contributing factor to uh, our social safety net and we have a strong system uh, traditionally of wage arbitration so to ensure that um, you know wage growth is managed uh, through it through a, an arbitration process that involves unions and employers but again that's been um, heavily skewed over the last 20 to 30 years away from worker power and more towards uh, big business so mm -hmm. we're seeing those measures that were put in place in the 20th century to really um, create what Australians think of as their egalitarian society uh, have been have been undermined in recent decades and has been particularly 
um, over the last five to ten years since the GFC and this, this crisis um, is only exacerbating those forces. So yes. uh, we are concerned that inequality will grow on the other side of this crisis. So could you tell us a little bit more about some of the uh, specific uh, parts of Australian society that are more unequal than others, such as um, aged care, for instance? Yeah, so it does. Uh, inequality does accumulate in pockets. So obviously, people um, who experience long-term unemployment, people who don't um, complete high school or um, uh, you know uh, enter into any other form of skills training and education, they will tend to suffer badly in the labour market and be residualised, be um, you know unable to access the kinds of the kind of secure work and income that they need. Older people. Uh, in Australia, particularly older women, um, there is a significant problem with growing levels of poverty amongst older single women. Um, they are the fastest growing group of homeless people in Australia, women mm. over 55. They're also now the biggest uh, proportion of those in receipt of unemployment benefit, job seeker or new start, as it used to be called. And around a third of single women um, of retirement age now live in permanent income poverty, often because they're trapped in the private rental market, they don't own their own home and they're reliant on the age pension with no superannuation. Um, people with disabilities are more likely to experience uh, poverty and inequality, as are, of course, the, the most shameful, I think, and most uh, pressing um, problem for us is our First Nations people, as Australia's First Nations people uh, have a lower life expectancy, poorer health outcomes, um, much lower standards of living, secure housing and employment um, than do settler Australians and that that is, we are probably the world's worst performing nation uh, in the basis in, in terms of our uh, the relative fortunes of First Nations people. You are listening to the Only Human podcast. Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.